Blog Talk Radio. Winterbrook, and this 
evening's guest, Daniel Ackner. Every Thursday at 7 p.m., we are here, and we're your hosts, um, both Winterbrook and I. Our topics here include, and are not limited to, spirit messages, guidance, psychic, mediumship, chats, alternative healing modalities. We have a monthly meditation every first Thursday of the month. And we also discuss chakras, gemstones, divination methods, astrology, etc. Anything metaphysical. Any and all things metaphysical, we discuss it here. Um, if you would like to call in, if you're listening via PC or what have you, and you want to call in on the telephone, the number here is 347-677-0699. And you can either speak to... Myself, Winterberg, or our fantastic special guest, Daniel Acton. A little bit about Daniel. He is a master psychic and medium, and for decades he has presented high-level seances and programs on crystals, auras, aromatherapy, natural healing, and all things scientific and metaphysical. See why the three of us come together and gravitated together? <laughs> Uh, He is the only psychic in the world to have the honor of working with Harry Houdini's personal divination deck from 1919. Daniel is a certified Reiki master, healer, and animal communicator. He's been interviewed consistently on cable, TV, magazines, Newsday, etc. His haunted 1800s Victorian home has been featured and investigated many times in paranormal documentaries. And uh, we'll let him talk to you a bit more about that. I know he's opening up his beautiful home for a workshop soon, but we'll get to that when we have Daniel on. So I am, let me see, you get Winterbrook in here. Hi, Winterbrook. Hey, everybody. Hey, Rose. I'm excited for tonight and for, for having Daniel join us. I know, it's so exciting, I love it. (laughs) Yeah, I have the um, uh, honor and the pleasure of uh, working with Daniel at Meet the Psychics Night. Uh, There's the two of us and Dee and a couple of other psychic mediums, so it's it's lovely, twice a year, and I love his energy. Uh, I know Daniel seven years, and I adore him, and... uh, Daniel, are you on? Are you there? Is that you? Hi. I certainly am, sweet Rose and dear Winterbrook. How are you, ladies? Thanks. Wonderful. All here. <laughs> Excellent. I'm good. How are you, sweetie? I'm great. That intro music was so relaxing. I slapped. I slipped into a small coma there for a moment. Good. <laughs> 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 that intro music was written by a friend of mine, Diane Arkenstone. And um, I love it. She writes beautiful music, and, and uh, you should check it out sometimes because she also uh, had partnered up with uh, David Arkansas. David and Diane have written beautiful music together, and Diane now has been writing on her own cool. even more beautiful music. So, yeah. I'll look for it. I'm certainly so, uh, um, aware of his music. I'll look for hers. Okay. And... Uh, you know, Winterbrook, well, I don't know, you're coming in a close second, but Winterbrook is the busy bee of this duo. She does demos all over. So, Winterbrook, do you have any demos coming up? Uh, just a couple. Um, May 19th. You know, you've got Andy Ingham coming at uh, Eyes of Learning. Okay. Yeah, May 19th. Um, if you at all can, come out to the Eyes of Learning. Uh, it's Friday night. It, uh, Eyes of Learning is uh, not-for-profit, the oldest learning, uh, metaphysical learning community. Daniel is very involved with that, so it's exciting. And um, we have Sandy Ingham coming from the U.K. She landed in the States today in Florida. She will go into full trance, and her spirit guides will use her hands to draw a portrait of the spirit communicator I will be bringing through um, to one of the audience members. So it's not that common, uh, and not only that, but she's one of maybe five known mediums in the entire world today that is in the process of developing something called precipitated color. She draws in black pencil, but the finished product shows blue eyes, flesh tones, 
Um, so it's a real treat for Long Island. So if you can make it down May 19th, um, there are going to be, just come pay at the door, and you'll have a wonderful evening. And the other one I'll mention is there's one ticket left if you're interested in an evening of messages uh, at the Voice of the Soul Healing, and that's on May 30th. So check my website, uh, the calendar, um, and you can see the sign-up information on that date. Thank you. Great. Definitely check out her website because all her events are on the site. It is www.winterbrookmedium.com. Okay, Daniel, so let's find out more about Daniel Ackner. <laughs> Tell what our do guests we need to know? what's going on with <laughs> you and, and how you came to do what you do and you know. We should just do it, but okay, let's discuss it. Um, Well, at... Uh, Let's discuss the cosmic timepiece we're in right now. At one minute to one o'clock this afternoon, the waning moon, although it will look full in the sky tonight if it wasn't so cloudy, is uh, uh, now in Sagittarius. So we've got this beautiful new energy field, perfect for learning, teaching, speaking, discussing, metaphysics. So it's a perfect night for it. I love the number 11 tonight, perfect for us as well. This just I've always found so May, frankly... I don't mean to sound any more eccentric than I normally am, but I've often found May to be what I would describe as one of the more haunted months. It's directly in polarity with um, All Hallows' Eve, November, uh, late October, early November. Uh, it seems to me quite often that when these flowers all come up uh, out of the, the cold terra firma and they open up and they almost sing, if you're aware of it, you can, you can hear these songs that, come, that emanate from these flowers. But we have to bear in mind that they're popping up from below the, the earth. They're feeding off of and, and the things that have died, the leaves, the, the acorns, maybe, God forbid, a squirrel or a bird or a cat or that it got hit by a car, or any number of sorrowful events that somehow seem to feed the mother earth and then in essence provide this, I don't know, this unique spiritual experience we get only in May. I don't know if everyone feels this way about it, but quite a few people do feel that way about this month. Well, I find this month to be um, just kind of crazy busy. Well, leading into June, partly because I'm a single mom <laughs> and all and parents on, that are listening uh, and former parents, you know, parents of grown people, grown children probably remember way back when. This is the, all the end-of-the-year programs. But also all the animals, are, uh, nature is kind of procreating and babies are being born, so there's like this kind of crazy... Yeah, isn't it wonderful? ...out there, you know? So... Um, you know, the the communion season, the confirmation season. You've got Mother's Day. You've got Mother's Day is definitely a big thing too. I find yeah, that having lost my on. mother and not had her for the past 22 years, I've come to understand that Mother's Day is clearly the most um, busiest day in, in the cemetery. Um, I find hospitals sometimes to be a bit overwhelming with the spiritual activity that runs through them because it can be at times unpleasant or people got lost or couldn't make it or they're still trying to find their way. Whereas in cemeteries, especially in the daytime, there's a sweetness, there's a kindness. And Mother's Day, you share a common bond with people if you've lost your mom, which is that sense of, I understand what you're going through. Your, 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 the heart of your family's been ripped out. But Aww. there's a bond that you have even with strangers in, in St. Charles or anywhere else. It's kind of sweet. Gee, Daniel, after that, yeah. I just want to kind of reach out and give you a hug. Kind of like <laughs> I can touch feel the it. Nerve. Yeah, that's just so, like, you know, heartwarming. And we all have so the losing are, of the mothers the that in common. And I think Daniel, your mom, went really early. Yeah, she was my you know, age, my so... Well, my mom yeah, my mom actually... went very quickly, and she was my age, so I, I, it feels a little bit, uh, I, I feel like, oh, my God, I'm breathing air that's beyond my, my mother's own. How how unique that this would happen. My, my mom right. was 66 when she passed, so it seems that we wow. have common with the three of us. She was, wait, was, so she was what age? My dad, he was nine. Uh, my oh. mom was uh, 66 Oh, when 66, she passed, right, right. and mine was early 60s, so you yeah. know. Mine was bedridden for 14 months. We had her at home. Oh, boy. I took care oh, of her. So, uh, One yeah, thing Winterbrook and I were talking about before the show went on air, uh, Daniel, and I, I would love your take on this. He yes. said to me, yes. seems like there's a little bit of mercury retrograde left over, or like mercury well, retrograde stuck back in. There is and I agree. I mean, it really feels that way. Sometimes I have to say, wait 
a minute, it ended, right? Yeah. yeah, but but frankly, there is what's called a Mercury retrograde storm. So the day that Mercury actually goes direct, I never really considered that a direct motion yet. I say it takes about five to almost ten days to finally be done with the, the regression. Plus, this year we suffered, right. under, if you want to say suffered, it depends, uh, under five retrogrades at once in April. Uh, they were all going on simultaneously. Pluto, I believe, is still right. retrograde. Um, frankly, though, for metaphysical purposes, a Pluto retrogression actually helps us to redo or redux or go back into uh, even the spiritual realm because Pluto rules the underworld. So it, it can actually work in our favor depending on what one's agenda is. Yeah, that's a pretty good retrograde, but like, and, and I don't think Venus really affects us that much either, but it's the Mercury one with the communication yeah. and everything that had everything going crazy. I know personally, yeah. I tell my clients, okay, it goes direct on X day, but give it, you know, anywhere from five to ten days to kind of settle. Yeah, exactly. And these are the inner planets, Mercury and Venus. They're between us and the sun, so their influence is a lot stronger. Beyond the Earth is um, Mars, uh, the, the, um, uh, what, what, the asteroid belt, rather, and then Jupiter. So um, there's a huge difference in, of, of influence with these inner planets as opposed to outer. But you're right. The Venus retrograde wasn't a, a problem. If anything, it was kind of sweet. And I think it kind of helps a lot of couples. Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Okay. Well, all I know so, is I thought, me... I, I thought it was Groundhog Day today, and Mercury <laughs> retrograde struck back. Because I spent six hours on the phone with Apple and AT&T, still haven't gotten it resolved. It was one thing after another. So I just said to Rose, I said, am I off here? <laughs> Well, we're clearly still being influenced by this full moon, which was only yesterday. And even though it is technically on the wane when it enters Sag at 12.59, truth is, though, if, we, if you were to look up in the sky, you'd swear it was full. And the influence clearly is still there. So it's probably partly that, too. Although this is a sweet full moon. It's called the flower moon. So everything's germinating in nature, at least in the Northeast. But, yeah, we're probably jammed up still by so many different things. Plus, I, lately I have found also there are a lot of undercurrents this year of uh, fire rooster in the energy field that what, not even a psychic so easily seems to be able to put their finger on the pulse of it. It seems to be so many things going on at once. It, it's created a bit of a pseudo-chaos. Yes. I agree, and I forgot about fire rooster. Thank you for reminding yeah. us about that. I mean, That's I thought Chinese fire monkey astrology. was hard enough last year, and, 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 and I love monkey people. I have no problem with monkey years, but last year's red fire monkey year was pretty outrageous, and now it seems like we have this year the fire rooster is like a fallout of that almost, where you find people are, some people are showboating, bullying, uh, they, need, they need to be the top banana kind of thing. Uh, I look forward to 2018 and 19 when we have our earth uh, dog and earth pig years. The energies will be much more grounded. So not that I want to wish oh, I give anything this moment for a dog away, year. but what was that? I'm a fire monkey, and last year was really not a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. You know what, what I think the misunderstanding can quite often be is where people will say sometimes, oh, when it's your Asian year, everything's coming up roses, when the, the fact actually is, when it's your Asian year, which only comes around every tw 12 years, and depending on when you're born, sometimes every 60 years, uh, it, that's the case of the red f uh, fire monkey year, I find for, for yourself, let's say, anyone born in a monkey year last year, it was time for pivotal change, to say to oneself, do I want to live another decade or more like this, or is there a new a, a way I want to manifest my life? You had that opportunity all of last year, and into February even of this year, now I guess you're starting to get the sense of, oh, so this is now my life. This is how I comport myself. This is how I create order out of chaos, so to speak. That's for sure. I had a friend of mine, she was one of the Year of the Horse, and when the Year of the Horse came in, she said, oh, goody, this is my year. Oh, At boy. the end of that year, she said, I don't understand. It was my year, and everything went wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Ooh. And I'll tell you, with all yeah, the people that I read in my lifetime, I find gals born in the year of horse particularly seem to have more challenges than most do. And that's just a generalization. But I've seen it over the decades to be true. There's just a lot more on their plate. They're loving, they're caring, but they just seem to have a little bit more that I think other signs couldn't uh, – 
navigate through it. They, they would probably f- be crushed under it. Gals born in the year of horses, certainly strong gals. Right, because I know girl? that, girl. I can, I can attest that. That's absolutely correct. Um, let me see. I want to take a caller who has been hanging on here for a while. Ah. Yeah, we got somebody here. Let's see. 631, you're on the air with Rose Winterbrook and Daniel. Who is calling in, please? Hello, can you hear me? 631? Hello, I don't know. Is it me? Yes, it is, dear. Oh, it is. I know you're 631. Hello. Hi. Um, this is Sharon. Hi, who's calling? Hi, Winterbrook. Uh, excuse me? Can I have your name, please? Yes, it's Sharon. Can you hear me? I hear you, Sharon. Hi, Hi. Sharon. We hear you perfectly. What's your question? My question is actually for Daniel, and it's because I heard that you were an animal communicator as well. Oh, yes. Yes, for many years now. Yep, it's about my cat. Um, okay. She's 19 years old. Um, okay, I'll tell you really what. Not before you go, eating before very you go well any lately. further, before you go any further, yeah. I, I would tell you what. Say nothing more. Okay. Just think about your little loved fluffy one. Think about this one. I will. And let me get a sense of what I pick up before you even formulate the question. So in okay, your mind's eye, start to put put somewhat of the question together about this little one. But let me see what the universe wants to mirror back to me, even before we enunciate this verbiage. Okay, I got three. I feel I have four different octaves I can work with. Okay, so now what? What you did mention though is 19 years old. You say? Yes. Okay, and now what? What, what would you say is your major concern right now? Uh, other than obviously, this is an animal that's getting older now for sure. Right. Eating. She's not eating very well. Okay. Let's take a look. The vibrations say this. First vibration. Um, Taurus-ruled energies come through first. The interesting thing is we're ruled by Taurus right now, and Taurus rules the throat. A throat chakra energy field then is something that you're going to have to kind of be on top of to allow this a, a little loved one like this to facilitate uh, appetite. So I might suggest um, if you have any blue crystals at home, my preference would have been soda light, which is blue and white ruled by Sagittarius, lapis lazuli, um, then I would probably go to blue London blue topaz. Do you have any blue crystals? At I home? think I have a sodalite, small. Oh, perfect. That's perfect because it's ruled by Sag, which the moon is in tonight. I would probably put that somewhere near the food dish, not, not, not nearby enough that the little one could eat it, of course, mm-hmm. but that could have an influence. But let's go further. The second octave seems to suggest this, an unexpected solution. Now, at first, that sounds difficult from a psychic because it's sort of like, well, well, darn it, what's the answer? But, it, but at least if the answer isn't coming through crystal, crystal clear yet, but saying that there can still be well-being and or wellness, I believe this animal still has wellness ahead of her. Therefore, it, she could start unexpectedly just start eating. But let me figure out what time frame this is so you'll know when you'll finally get some relief. The third octave suggests, or the number 11 is coming through very clear. Now, I usually put prayer and energy out, healing out, to about, I'd say now it's 58 people at 11-11 every night. I will do that for your little one as well. And if I may ask, um, just one thing, her, her name, please. What, what would I call her in, 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 if I was to invoke her in prayer? Lucy. Lucy. I love Lucy. Okay. Me too. <laughs> I'll, I'll, put, I'll put energy out to her at a a little bit after 11. It has to be 11-11, so it's with everybody else's octave of energy. But don't be surprised, then, if you all of a sudden see her perk up and want to eat. But one more octave says this, okay? This is the most unusual of them all that I'm picking up, but you should know this. I know it sounds off the wall. Forgive me. I don't say this very often. I don't take it for granted, but I'm convinced you have had a past life with this animal. It's almost not even like an animal to me anymore. This is like a person. So, You'll, so I know we're all energy, and we, we'll all, we all are eternal, but I'm convinced your story with this little one is far from over. Part of this life's journey may be at some point coming to an end, but a new energy surely does begin in another time or place. So love her as much, I'm sure you are, as you're doing now. Uh, don't uh, let anyone tell you, though, miracles can't happen. They may even happen just about after 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. But I'll need, I'll need a focus, and that would be 
keep some blue crystal, even if, if, even if it sounds silly, like scotch taping it to the wall near her, her dish. Anything that brings it closer to her dish can help me with my focus and reinvigorating her appetite on some level. So good luck to you, and may she have a couple more years with you. Be, that would be wonderful. Thank you, because I kind of feel that. Oh, you're welcome, Sharon. either, and thank you very much. You're very welcome. Thanks Enjoy for the calling, night. Sharon. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Bye, Bye, sweetheart. Bye. Bye. That's a tough one for us Americans, especially because, let's face it, Europeans sometimes, not all of them, they're like, get that animal out of the house. <laughs> but we're just the opposite. We, we have them in our beds. We have them on our, next to our dining room tables. We treat them like they're our family members. We adore animals. Oh, yes, and that, uh, you're right. It can be a cultural thing. I had a gentleman from Albania staying here with his daughter who needed heart surgery, okay. and they keep their dogs outside. So mm-hmm. try to get used to three dogs and two cats in the house. Yeah, there you go. I read a lot of people from Europe as well, and when they come for a reading, I have to often warn them in advance. This, I have three Siamese cat boys. Now, granted, they sleep upstairs on the second floor in a cuddle huddle, but some people are just of the old-world mentality that, these animals don't belong in the house, which is so so counter hey, to I American know, mentality. <laughs> what was that, Rose? I'm going to fiance that's the Grand Pyrenees. It's with dog magic. <laughs> yes, Daniel. See, Rose says that my dog is, is her fiance, and my friend slash student Tammy says that he's her boyfriend. So there's a oh, little bit so of a war. So he's what you'd have to call a ladies' man. <laughs> oh, you have. He's a ladies' man, a man's man. He's any kind of man. I don't think you've met he's him. Magical. He's 126 pounds. That you probably see wow. on Facebook. Pure white. Wow. Huge. And people just—he's a magnet. I walk down the street. I can't get two feet before people are crossing the street because they need to touch him. Well, he it's, even he even visually sounds stunning, like a work of art. Yeah, yeah. When you have yeah, a, he is all over my Facebook. Um, just you know, when you have a chance, I'll have to you'll check it out one day. Amazing. Sounds like a, he sounds like a, a, an actual living snowman. <laughs> Polar bear. Polar bear. Right. right, right. There you go. He is gorgeous. Okay, we have another caller here. And, and you, you ladies might have to might at times in your career be doing this as well. But probably the most heartbreaking thing is when you're doing healings for animals, and it. it, it you have to be able to communicate with that animal on a third eye level, find what the issue is, um, hope that they'll trust you enough to let you guide them or their spirit or their energy to what they need to support their, their vibration. Or, or worse, as you know, there are animals and people. You have to just resign yourself to the fact that as hopeful as you want to be, time is up. At least, thank God, with Sharon, I did not feel that. Because I, I, you have to always be honest with your clients. I would have to tell her the truth, which is uh, I don't like what I'm picking up. But I do yep. feel another year, at least, or possibly two, of, of still living and eating, therefore uh, be open to the unexpected. Have you been present when um, an animal's put down to cross over? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. I have twice. Then you know, because you know, I've done this a few times, the, the yeah. spirit body leaves. And I usually see uh, my parents were there for my dog, Duncan. And then right. Spirit had me adopt a cat in ICU. I gave it hospice care, basically. It pretty much told me I'm done. I want to go. And yes. when I brought yep. it to be put down, um, its former owner came in from Spirit. And as they, the, the vet had barely gotten the needle in this cat because she was about 17, no teeth, seven pounds. Right, right. And I saw the spirit of the cat perfectly healthy and whole jump out of the body and land into the arms of this spirit woman. Oh, what a wonderful vision. She thanked me for taking care of her cat. How sweet. So I try to know that the only thing that's changing is that your pet is not going to be in physical form. They're going to remain around you, and um, they're going to actually be improved from the poor health they're in now. They will be back to puppy stage or kitten stage. Yep. Oh. I always try to buffer it that way. Yeah, it it, it can be. Uh, As a like matter of fact, can, can candy coat it was the my cat rascal, my little white cat rascal, who I always said, you have the soul of a black cat. Oh. He passed away <laughs> in my house in 2010. And was horrible. I was enjoying no responsibility for pets for two years because I've always had pets. And you both know how, you know, if you have to go on vacation, it, it's a whole project. 
it's like, children, who's going to take care of them when I'm away? I have and both. it was Rascal who came to me in spirit in 2012. He came oh. in November. My present cat passed the black one. She was born in October. He came in November, and he said, Mama, you need a cat. And by the way, Rose, if you and remember... I finally figured out why at that time. He knew she right. was born in October, which is why he came in November. Right. But also, there was something that was very unique about the veil at that, that year. 2012 was when a lot of people were discussing the end of the world was going to happen on December 12th. Um, it was a very I, unusual year of, of, of people getting almost frightened. Um, the, that particular month, by the way, was pretty intense for most people. There were storms, uh, the, the big ones that really devastated Long Island. Um, it, it was a wild year. Andy, yeah. You know, when my little Vincent wow, was, was, he was 20 when, when he passed away, uh, we had to, he, he finally gave up as well. Uh, we, we, kept, uh, we gave him a needle of saline every single night for a year until he gave us that look in his eyes like, I can't do this anymore. So we brought him to the vet Check to put him out. down. But, but I, I wrapped him in velvet. I, uh, I held him his hand and looked into his eyes until the moment his spirit left so that he had the comfort of knowing that his energy and mine I just reminded him that we're eternal. I'm with you. I'll always be with you. And then you can see the life force fade. But that was that was a magic moment in time. Yes. I, the only thing I ever came closer is when my ago, mother I had passed. To do that for Siamese. Oh boy, and that's what uh, Troy was. My best friend Siamese. He was in California, and the cat was just declining and declining and declining. Yep. Had yeah. to down. And they usually live well, a long time, be- Siamese. Oh yeah, he was like 20. Yeah, which is very he common for them. They're, people don't realize yeah. that they don't have them. They're very dog-like. They they fetch. They they play like dogs. They don't even know they're cats. <laughs> but I remember even when I read my mother on her hospital bed, and she told me uh, years ago, decades ago, she's leaving me now because I'm strong enough and that I can go on in this world without her. And probably the hardest thing, and well, one of the hardest things in my life. We're, we're having to watch, uh, what, not only watch her die in my arms, but have the hospital then shine a bright flashlight in her eyes and see the pupils not respond in any way. And when it's your own mother, it's just sort of like, well, if you can survive that, <laughs> um, I, guess, I guess you can survive a lot, Daniel. So, wow. Yeah, so between animals and people, hard. it's sort yeah. of like, uh, thank God, I say thank God we do the work we do. So we're not as terrified or traumatized. My mother raised me as an intuitive uh, and my dad, so therefore there was no fear. But like Winterbrook just said a moment ago, but there was that kind of sadness of, you know, you can't just put a bl- blanket over her and ha- give her a little cup of tea and ha- have a chat. It's a different energy now. It's just not that physical, sensual energy. It's different. But we're all going there. We're all going to that higher realm. So, Yeah, you know what, actually, it's kind of weird, but... I felt that way with my mom. But a year before my mom passed, my dad passed. And at that point, Mm -hmm. he had um, developed a little dementia, and he had a little geriatric psychosis from a hospitalization. And you couldn't really hold a conversation with him. So after he passed, I actually, you know, after a couple months, I was able to connect, and I used to channel him writing, and it was like having my dad back again because we Mm -hmm. actually had conversations. Now, I understand not everybody walking around have their abilities open to be able to do that, but it was just, right. I, it was like I lost him before he physically died, and I got him yeah. back after he was, uh, you know, the, the illness was removed from him, and he could communicate with me again. Yeah. So, he moved up to a more radiant station in his being. And how wonderful that you mentioned this, because people should know. Sometimes the public at large thinks maybe they can't do this, but they can. And when people are uh, on the other side, or wherever they are in betwixt the worlds, as they start to gain in their own radiance, people like yourself or anybody in the world can indeed start to channel, pull in some of that energy, um, bring it into some sort of a creative process, I mean, it could be as simple as just invoking them in prayer, or it could be do creating art, writing, writing, like you just mentioned. Um, it, it's amazing what can, what can, what switches can be flipped on from the other side. It, it's fantastic. It is. Oh, I think we have callers, though, right, Rose? We do have callers, indeed. Um, let's see. We're going to take this one. Rio, Hi. 
on the air with Daniel Rose Winterbrook. What's your name, please? This is Marilyn. Hi, Hello. Marilyn. Thanks for Thank you so much for taking my call and thanks for your good conversation this evening. Um, I have a question for Daniel. Um yes. around healing. So okay. um I I manifested an illness. Um, oh. A parathyroid tumor, which was um, removed, and, okay. um, and which is good, and you know it feels like everything's you know coming back into order in my body now. Right. That and, sounds good. Um, yeah, and of course the you know it's around the thyroid gland and the right. neck, mm-hmm. and which is I've been working on right. So I've been working on um, really. Um, looking at my issues around betrayal and abandonment um, kind of as a pattern in my life to at least understand when I'm kind of projecting that energy. So as a my part experience. of you, then under the impression that this manifested as a, as a result of a cerebral or spiritual thing as opposed to a physical um, seed that was planted? Yeah. So it's coming from, let's see, let's, let's get a sense of okay. where and how it is manifesting. And if I may ask you, forgive me, when I have busy weeks like this, arithmetic in my mind is out the window. So not the year, but what's your birth date? October 25th. Okay, so you got right into the energy field of Scorpio. Yes. Let's see what the vibrations have to say. You're, you're at the baby's breath of Scorpio in the end of Libra. But with the body you rent and your personal vibrational field, here's what the vibes say on your behalf. One is there is a lot of tearfulness here and drama. And, and I, so, so I, I have to sometimes be quick to tell a person, let's rethink where you believe this is coming from. But in your case, let's not. You're right. <laughs> the last thing I think a person like you needs is drama and God help us. Fire rooster years like this year are going to be probably the showboatingest, most uh, dramatic year. Everyone's going to get an Academy Award before this year is over. So you're going to have to be strong. But, but Scorpios can be, let's face it, but let's go further. The next vibration you get shows rainbows all around you. Here's the good news then. Um, color, lots of energy fields. Uh, your, your prowess can return to you. You were right. I find it quite doubtful that something is going to return to you. And you can't even have a rainbow unless you've already struggled and been through the storm. I'm convinced yeah. you've been through the storm. You're not getting anything. You're not getting more rain other than the rain that's falling from your own eyes. But let's go further. One other octave suggests that the best thing and healthiest thing for you to do is either involve yourself more in nature somehow, do charitable things on, on the side that you want to do, and possibly even uh, consider it as part of your um, identity in the world. Let, let animals and kindness uh, take your attention. Try to, if you can, and it isn't easy, I have to admit, uh, try to divorce yourself from those types that have a, that bizarre mentality that, that drive people like us crazy with our sensitivity. Um, I am convinced, though, because of this disease that has come into your life and now is going, it's part of a, 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 a karma that's bring, being burned off so that you could be liberated from it. So, so help yourself. Free yourself. Allow yourself this year new journeys or enterprises. I think they're waiting for you. So I'm convinced we're talking for a reason. I'm convinced this is the end of one chapter and the beginning of another for you. So the simple good news is, your throat issue will not return to you. Your, um, uh, this gland, this, this, this part of this thyroid is actually not as compromised, thank God, as it could have been. But now we also got a little a schematic as to how to bring new luster to your life. And so I, may, I, I might ask you one quick question. How do you feel about animals in general, that they came up as sort of a clue to uh, good health? Do you feel like you have time for that or that it's not on your hit parade? Oh, my dog and I walk uh-huh. two times a day. We, we live oh, near the good. mountains, so we're out in nature. Perfect. Um, yeah. So I'm, then you I'm obviously must know how you feel after a day like that where you've been out once or twice in the mountains with, with this sweetheart. Yeah. It must feel wonderful to you. It does. It feels very grounding and very helpful. Um, and and you, said, been, you said a magic word yeah. there, because it sounds gra- feels grounding to you. Maybe next time, because the, the moon is now on the wane, it's time to get rid of things in the next two weeks from your psyche. I might say once in a while, 
pick up a little pine cone on your on your walk. Pick up a little pebble that the light hits it in just a certain way and put it, let's say, in an altar or sacred space in your home. This way it will be a reminder to you of that grounding moment, and it will take some attention away from these, uh, these individuals lately this year that, that are vying for our attention and, and creating a little right. bit too much drama. Okay. But good news, this is not, you're, you don't have, you're not saddled with this thyroid baggage the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> yeah. One last question. How are you hydrating? Do you feel you're drinking enough? Um, and I don't mean red wine. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am drinking. Actually, just recently I, I kind of cut down my water consumption because I was having, you know, bladder issues. So I see. Um, I'm the same way. I drink too much water, and I always have to piddle. But water is important. Yeah. And if I see a gal who feels tearful, even if it's her, just her soul, and I feel there's just this sense of water around you, please promise, uh, hydrate a bit more. I know it's an inconvenience, but I think your body will appreciate it. it doesn't, you don't have to do this forever, okay. but it would just, just a little okay. an, as, an aside. And keep feeling better. Say you're drink half your body weight in ounces. So whatever your body weight is, say you're like 120, that means you should be drinking 60 ounces of water a day. Wow. And that's a lot for us. Americans, I don't know, we, we don't really care for drinking too much water, but we but we all should probably. Oh, no, I well, can't. Yeah. American, you know, American dietitians and diet pages and stuff, um, I'm a big person, so the amount of water that I would have to drink, I can't. I'm trying to get in at least 100 ounces a day. Uh, it isn't easy. It's like try. jumping into a built-in pool with a straw and drinking it. <laughs> it's like something we, we cannot do. Well, I, I <laughs> doesn't. Uh, go ahead. No, go ahead, Marilyn. Oh, I, I just ahead. wanted to say, like, does the amount then that you have to, you know, piddle, as you say, does that really matter? Because I mentioned it to the doctor, and he was like, oh, that's not normal. So, he said it's not normal to have to piddle? Well, yeah, I'm drinking a lot of water. I was drinking like a gallon of water a day. You know what? It gets and, to the point with doctors, and I don't want to diss them. I, I actually work with a lot of them. But so, they're yeah. just like people. Sometimes they'll just say the darndest things. Um, it's very <laughs> natural and normal to drink water and have to urinate. Now, come on. But, uh, yeah. but and I have to say, <laughs> I, I, don't really, think, yeah. I don't think so much water is as important as the quality of water for you. I personally yeah. only drink Icelandic pure water. It's, oh. it's been cleansed through the lava rock in Iceland. Icelanders happen to live the longest, peop- the longest living people on Earth. I know why, wow. because that water goes down like silk. Now, New York mm. water, by the way, is delicious, but it's highly acidic, and that's not good. It will inflame your body, including our pets. Right. So unless we're drinking yeah. filtered water, I would say check out, and it's not more expensive than regular water, but check out Icelandic water. It might switch you over to being quite the water drinker in the future. Okay. Oh, thank you. That's a great Well, tip. it was a pleasure to speak with you, Marilyn. Daniel. Okay, you take care. Have a good night. Thanks so much, Marilyn. Have a good evening. Thank Hi, you. 312. You're on the air with Daniel Rose and Winterbrook. No. Okay, 312. I know your mic is on. I mean, if we were in Mercury Retrograde, I'd say maybe not, but I'm looking at it. <laughs> no. Okay, uh, 312 going once, 312 going twice. If you'd like to have a question answered, please respond. And I know exactly where 312 lost their car keys, and now I can't help them. Okay, 312, you had your chance. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shut your mic down, but thanks for calling in. See, it's not me. It's Mercury Retrograde Returns. I think that actually a lot of people will listen. I think sometimes they're enjoying our banter because we know our stuff. We're so jazzed about what we like to talk about that it is probably just more interesting. That's true. However, if a person presses one, that means they have a question, and there is a question mark here next to the number, which indicates to me in the studio that person wants to be on air or has a question or a comment yeah. or whatever. All right. Well, you know, maybe they'll fall maybe back. Maybe they press one by accident. 
I don't know. Laughing. I have to try that Icelandic water, Daniel, because you know what I did today? I walk around with a water bottle all day long. I really oh, okay. It. Right. But I, I, um, I cut my mouth on the water bottle today. This is what kind of day I'm having. Besides oh, gosh. Uh -huh. And it just kind of like, it, it looks like somebody like punched me in the corner of the mouth. Oh, right? Lord. You know, and it's awful when you get a cut on your lip because it takes so long to heal. Yeah, but who who does that? It's the plastic Poland Spring water bottle. Okay, that sounds like something I would do. Break a tooth on Chinese you, food. So you need. <laughs> <laughs> I have oh, a question. I always say I, inherit, I inherited my parents' teeth. I have to take good care of them. They're like chalk. I'll eat a marshmallow and break a tooth. Other oh, people no. can eat it. Who knows what? Ooh. So I have to be careful. Daniel, oh, would you like to take a question from the chat room? Sure. I'm the interpreter here. I have Eileen Jean, and she's asking, I'm thinking about doing my own. Goodness knows invited people who've always wanted to act to try it. No, I give goodness. Okay. <laughs> what the <laughs> heck is that? And our whole night and our chocolate. Now you know what That's goodness is. That's Every Friday. I'm sorry. I don't know where this is coming from, guys. Try <laughs> Well, it sounds like a lot of fun in the chat room. <laughs> that wasn't the chat room. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's never happened to us. I'm telling you, Murphy. Well, when the three of us get together, the spirits, no, that has never happened the spirits to us with on this show. <laughs> I had the wildest experience. This... Jean's oh, I, I really question. Okay. I can't. I just can't. Um, she's thinking of doing her own consulting business. She has lots of administrative and business experience, and she's thinking about coaching people in transition, career, college, divorce, etc. She says, okay. what's the energy around that for her, please? Is she asking this of one of the three of us or anybody in particular? Or? Well, you, you take sweetheart. it first, Daniel, because you're our guest. We like to give oh, our thank you. All right, let me see what I get then. Don't never feel compelled. And she did request Daniel specifically. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Then the vibrations suggest this. I would approach it with a Virgoan sense of, of being uh, prudently. The vibration here indicates nothing should be forced. I would almost feel like a, let this uh, develop almost naturally, although obviously one has to put somewhat of their energy into it. I feel a lot of pink around this particular gal, which is an indication of heart chakra. My only concern, though, is heart chakra is the only chakra that vibrates to both pink and green. If green's not coming through, then it, it can potentially affect uh, the, the financial sector. It could also affect one feeling like as if they are... Um, they need to be as grounded as possible when dealing with the, the various dilemmas of transition. I feel this is a gal that's very sensitive to overexcitable energy fields. Not that that's a bad thing, but I do predict this kind of uh, a profession or this kind of um, identity in the future will demand a lot from both men and women as far as all sorts of, I wouldn't call them always difficulties, but there's going to be required a lot of guidance. I pick, I pick up a woman, though, that's deceased in the heavens. This is possibly a mother coming through saying, but honey, you can do this. So they know more than I do. So if, they, if someone's actually, if this is the first person caller that's actually getting a spirit, if a mother's spirit, a maternal energy like this gives one the green light, even though I didn't see it here, she's giving it to me, then I would say, yes, proceed prudently. Expect things to unfold as we move into especially August and September. But because I see such a powerful number eight, those are two circles connected. So my suggestion would be, uh, in order to be prudent, embrace one identity, but still embrace this one as well. Juggle two when possible. You won't have to do it forever. But if you do it that way, it'll seem to make more sense. It won't feel like giving up one job for another until one just starts to become more... Uh, demand more, either more responsibility, more time, or, or please the heart more. So, the, yes, the simple answer is yes, go ahead and do this. Uh, if you feel you're strong enough for all that excitement and know when, when if it gets to be too much, plug into a matriarchal or mom energy and you'll get an extra burst of energy when you need it. Can I add to that? Yes. Um, I was right on with Daniel uh, where he said do it prudently. What I got was um, started, but I see like a big gap 
before it really starts to mm. get busy. So, yeah. But I think you need to start and just be aware that it's going to be slow going in the beginning, but until you make that start, they're thanking me for saying this, you're never going to go through that middle part. So, um, as Daniel suggested, keep your day job and start Thank this Thank you. Business. i got to take another caller, people. Um, I've got this lady, she just said she's been holding forever. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's another Mercury retrograde, whatever the hell kind of thing going on tonight. I've got hopefully I've got Mary Ellen. Hello, Rose. Hi, Mary Hi, Ellen. Are you on the line? Yes, I am. Hi, Rose. Hi, Winterbrook. Hi, Daniel. Hi, Mary Ellen. How Hi, Mary are Ellen. you? I'm good. Sorry about no, that. You're here. <laughs> I'm here. Yeah. How can we I'm help? That's your babe. You're on. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Um. Daniel, and do you have any messages for me? Anything coming up? Let's see. So if you're open to anything, which I love, here's what comes through for you today. And, and again, forgive me, like I said, mathematics is out the window of my brain this week, but that's very common when I'm using the other side of my brain. If I may ask, uh, not the year, but what's your birth date? April 15th. Okay, tax day. Okay, let's see. Yes. <laughs> In fact, by the way, the good news was uh, Merc- I believe Venus went direct on your birthday, which is that's a nice little gift to get from uh, the universe. But let's take a look. The vibrations you're getting, whether they're ethereal nature or not, there seems to be four to possibly five different vibes, but here's what you're getting right now as a day is cusping into night, the first vibe. You're getting the moon. Uh, uh, this is uh, modernists think this is ruled by cancer, of course, but the ancients always believed the moon was ruled by Pisces. Uh, this vibration is number 18. Therefore, it probably vibrates even more to the future than now, 2018, the year of Earth Dog. I think this is a year where you'll, where who's ever in the heavens that might not be able to completely communicate effectively right now will be able to absolutely do so next year. But that doesn't mean I can't uh, pick up information. I know that sometimes people will say, uh, you have to wait almost a year before you can contact, let's say, the other side. I, I, but I know enough people in the business that do the work I do that when they've lost their loved one, they contacted them within 24 hours, and I've done the same thing because when it hurts, it hurts. Uh-huh, okay, right. so what you're getting is when you get the moonlight, think about almost like stepping out into the moonlight. Your eyes, your pupils have to dilate. You have to get used to a, 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 an ethereal new sense. It's not sunlight anymore. But once you start to though, acclimate, you can see everything. You have more awareness. The night creatures, the crickets, the owls, um, the flying squirrel so so your awareness matters and the and spirit seems to be telling you nighttime will work better for you than daytime if you were to do this yourself so now that we are you're asking this question as we're cusping it tonight the next answer says this um spirits of the earth there seems to be quite a number of them around you therefore that makes it maybe slightly more difficult for a reader because there there's a, a gang of spirits around you that insulate protect are probably with the ones you love but let's go further. The next vibration makes me feel as if someone that you want to contact is in a different locale, um, possibly even in, in a different state. Now, clearly they're in a different state of consciousness, but I feel they could even be in a different place in, in the world or in the Americas. So one has to kind of put a beam out to that. Um, I feel someone in the heavens is attempting to make me feel as if they don't understand what we're doing here right now. It, it is unusual to this one. But that latent power seemed to be almost awakening inside this person, and they're finding a newfound force they've never felt before. So um, with God's uh, intervention, from, from God's perspective, and it, and it seems that God does need to be called upon right now, you'll probably start to get more and more information on your own. But let me ask you, because I, I purposely didn't ask you clearly what you were trying to ask me. Was your intention to connect with the heavens, uh, the deceased? Um, I'm always looking for that, but I also take mm-hmm. care of a dementia patient. Okay, let's go farther I- then. Yes, because these vibes are not traditional other side vibes, but I must tell you, that person you must be working with must have an artillery, a, a repertoire of spiritual activity around them for some reason. Let me find out why and what you maybe need to even know about this. Okay, you're getting just being loving, unconditionally loving, being an awakened one and being a guardian, and obviously the last thing that you're doing clearly is the work involved strikes me as quite intense. Do you feel like it's almost yes. wearing you out a bit? Yes. <laughs> yeah. 
It isn't easy to get this vibe when I, when I feel in my mind uh, hammers, brooms, keys, one's fate, a crown of thorns almost. It just feels like how much can one person – I think you're really doing – look, the universe never gives us more than we can handle, but you know you've got as much as you can handle. Let me ask the universe, right. what could you possibly do that would be a luxury for just you? The vibrations say, well, I mean, it's inexpensive, but it's not an easy place to get to, the theater of dreams. The universe seems to be suggesting that this is why God created the theater of dreams for us, so that we're, none of us are always in, in the, the shock and awe of our waking hours, but rather we can drift into the stream of our dreams or the subconscious. So please try to get the most restful sleep you can. If I had you in front of me today, I'd probably be gift you with a, a crystal called apophyllite, A-P-O-P-P-H-Y-L-I-T-T. Uh, it comes from Bombay, India, and it's great for having next to your bed when you're sleeping for um, dream retrieval. I would also suggest a great Libra stone for you. Um, uh, it's a purple stone. Why am I all of a sudden? Uh, it's escaping me for a moment. Um, li- li- has li- 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 Lipidolite. Yes, thank you, Rose. Lipidolite. It's a gorgeous lavender. It almost looks like la- like a lilac. Um, I have one next to my bed. It helps me sleep much better with the work I do, which would haunt me if I didn't have crystals like that. So, so you know that your respiration it. doesn't Energy come. Energy is by... so soothing from lipidolite. Yes. I have a lipidolite on each night table. Yes, and, and it actually has lithium crystals running through it. And, there, and again, I, I'm sorry that this has to be the answer. I wish there was actually an exercise physically that you could do or food that you could eat or a homeopathic uh, under-the-tongue sub, sublingual. But the vibes are suggesting the theater of dreams are, are a healthy escape where the other side can commune with you, empower you. And by the way, speaking of the other side, I even pick up an animal in the heavens in your energy field, or at least in the energy field of the person we're discussing right now. So may your dreams restore you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Great. Thank you for calling in, Mary Ellen. Take care. We've got one more call. Hopefully, Daniel, you can squeeze this in in five minutes. I speak quickly. (laughs) Okay, we've got Joseph on the line. Joseph, say hello to your friend Daniel. Hey, my brother Daniel. How are you? It's Gypsy hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. How are you doing? I'm very good. How can I help? I have a question for you. Okay. Uh, I've got the answer on the table already, so just go ahead and... Okay. My birthday is coming up next Saturday, the 20th of May. I just wanted to know what you could foresee the coming year. Uh, any good vibes coming to you? Okay. Okay, so you're a Taurus on the cusp of Gemini, so you're a little bit of both. Wow. Okay, let's see what's coming up. So that's your own personal new year, and as it approaches, here's the first vibe. I'm delighted to report you didn't just get a rainbow. In, 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 uh, In a reading, you got what's called the Ten of Cups. If one was to Google what the heck does that mean, it represents um, a, a wish being given to you, being granted to you from the heavens. So I would say just be careful what you wish for, but this year has encoded in it be gifting you something that you may actually be longing for. It's, it, it's ruled by Mars and Pisces, which means male energy in a very spiritual place, which I feel that's the kind of dude you are. It's not you saying, I need a Rolex. It's you saying, I need the world to be at peace or something of this nature. Let's go further. The next vibe you're getting is a beautiful glittering gold. This is a really fascinating image to get. It even seems to indicate to me that your health should be above board and not pull the rug out from under you. It won't all of a sudden do something flippant. Your next vibe does suggest you're in a very unique karmic year where anything you do comes back to you in a very honest way. So as long as you're working hard and doing the right thing, you'll get that. I don't have to counsel you. I feel you normally always do the right thing. But this is going to be a good year for what you do and what you get. It'll be balanced and equal. The final vibe says this. This birthday seems to be a prelude to something much bigger. You are protected by the universe, so you can trust it. But, I, but I've never I, – I mean, I thought I saw a rainbow before with one gal that was intense. This whole image in front of me, I just feel there's rainbows all around me. Um, promise just to take care of the body you rent and the physical you, the chariot that you, are, you ride in. Uh, don't, make, don't allow anyone to force you into decision-making too quickly. Think about the pros and cons. But I think you're going to have a fantastic year. There could even be some sort of financial uh, surprise coming for you down the road. It could be take till fall, but if you if that does happen to you, please remember your old pal Danny. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to comment. 
discussed about Mars and Pisces. I do have a Pisces moon in the 10th house. Oh, there you go. That explains that Pisces energy then. I have Mm -hmm. Pisces in the 10th house, uh, uh, my moon sign. So, yeah, I understand that perfectly. Uh, You're great, Mr. Daniel. Oh, it's a pleasure to speak with you. Have a wonderful night. I love you, too, and Rosie. Oh, I love you, too, Joe. Uh, You guys are the best. Happy Happy birthday. birthday I love you, you, sweetheart. Mars. My goodness. Okay. Great energy. We have one minute. And the lady in the chat room, Daniel, thank you so much for answering her question. It it really resonated with her. Oh, oh, that feels wonderful to hear that. Thank you. Thank you for thank you, ladies, for having me on. And it's it's a pleasure to be in this grand shrine of energy with you two. Well, thank you well, thank for taking you being the time to with us. Yeah. And you just take care of yourself now, Winter. Don't get any more paper cuts or something crazy. <laughs> Stay centered. Uh, well, I, don't I know that's easier that. said than done. All right. We will be back next week. Definitely check out Daniel. You can find him on Facebook, Instagram, on Twitter, Daniel. Oh, YouTube. Uh, just YouTube me. Uh, I have, a, I have a, probably have 100 videos out on YouTube. Just Daniel Ackner or anything. And okay, come up. he's on YouTube as well. So by all means, check him out, enjoy him, call him for a reading, whatever. It's amazing. Good night, everybody. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you, Winterbrook. Thank you, dear.